Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. So the scripture we're going to read is going to be out of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 5 through 10. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 5 through 10. A little bit of context of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, so before we, we, we pick up in scripture, we're going to be talking about Paul. And so Paul is a legend in the faith. As we know, Paul wrote 13 books in the New Testament. Paul also started 14 different churches throughout his life. Uh, Paul is this, is this legend. And one of the churches that he started is the Church of Corinth. And, and this is what we're, what we're talking about in 2 Corinthians because Corinth is having a problem. See, Corinth is starting to... Uh, Put distance between themselves and Paul and Corinth is starting to turn their back on Paul who started their church five years prior because Corinth is starting to listen to these so-called super apostles now these super apostles was a group of people or, or men or we don't really know what but we know that they called themselves super apostles and they considered themselves almost perfect or flawless and they would brag about having revelations from God and visions from God. They would actually take a step further and they would point their fingers at Paul and say that we are superior than him. And they would tell the church in current to not follow Paul's teachings, but to follow theirs. And so Paul is hearing these rumors about that and Paul is discouraged about it. And so this Paul is writing this letter to the church of Corinth and, and he starts it off by, by saying, hey, I have revelations and visions from God too, but the difference is I don't brag about it or I don't boast about it or I'm not proud about it. And then and, in the, and, he, and he continues and that's where we pick up in verse five and it says this, and I'm reading out the New Living Translation. In verse five it says, that experience is worth, is worth boasting about but I'm not going to do it. He's talking about the revelations and the visions he's had from God. It will. I will boast only about my weaknesses. If I wanted to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth, but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me, me and to keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults and the hardships and persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Turn to your brother or sister or, or, or your mom or whoever is with you or, or put it in, in the chat. Uh, put the title of tonight's message, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting stronger. Come on, let's, let's pray over service tonight. Father, we thank you right now, God, that we give you full reign over this service. We thank you, Jesus, that your Holy Spirit is here right now. I thank you, Father, that I feel your presence right now, Jesus, that the people on the other side of this screen, they feel your love, they feel your joy, and that we are ready to dive into the word that you have prepared for us tonight, God. So, God, take over this service. Let your Holy Spirit do what he does best, and that is transform lives from the inside out. So, Jesus, we give you all the glory and all the praise, and we just thank you, Father, that we are able just to love you even more every day. So we just love you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, amen, amen.
So these Corinthians, they're following after these so-called super apostles and they're bragging about how they're having all these revelations. They're bragging about how they're having all these visions from God. And, and they're even bragging about how they have no problems or that they're flawless. And, and so they're bragging about all these things and they're telling Paul uh, and they're calling him weak. And they're saying that, that he is inferior to them. And he's saying all these things. And so Paul is responding to that. And if I was Paul, I would respond with my accolades and with all the things that I have accomplished during my life. Right? If I was Paul, I would respond with all the churches I started and how I'm the first apostle and how I actually started the church you, you are in now, Corinth. I would have said all these things, but Paul doesn't do that. Instead, Paul starts talking about his weaknesses. In fact, he says that if I'm to boast about anything, I would boast about my weaknesses. And he starts talking about this thorn in his flesh, about these problems that he has, that, about this, this thorn that he's been trying to get rid of, but he hasn't been able to. I mean, can anybody relate to that? Does anybody have a problem in their life right now that they seem to not be able to shake? Does anybody have something in their life that they're coming against that it seems like they can't defeat, that a thorn in their life? Does anybody have a, a thorn that they maybe not even know about, but they, they, that they can feel, that they can sense that's there, that a problem that they've been avoiding for years? I mean, we all have these thorns in our life. And so Paul is talking about this thorn in his life, and, and he's talking about how He's not hiding this thorn from God. Instead, it said that he was praying to God about this thorn in his life, about this problem in we have. And that's kind of the first point that we have tonight is that we can't let thorns turn into thickets, or we can't let our thorns turn into thickets by that. I mean that we can't hide our thorns from God. We can't act like they're not there. We can't ignore them. Because when we do that, we, we make our, our small problems become a big mess. We make a, a little mistake become a big mess. But Paul didn't do that. He doesn't just ignore his thorns, but he acknowledges them and he talks about them. And, and, and he, not only does he talk about his weaknesses, but he's not afraid of them. He's not ashamed of his weaknesses. I mean, he's doing exactly the opposite of what those so-called super apostles were doing by acting like they were perfect or acting like they have everything together. No, instead, Paul was talking like, hey, I, may, I have all these accomplishments and accolades, but I also have these problems and these things I'm going through as well. He starts talking about these thorns. So the first point tonight is don't let these thorns in a lot turn into thickets by acting like they're not there. The, the quickest way to make a small problem become a bigger one is acting like you have no problems at all, right? Isn't it, is it, it's so hard to convince somebody who is prideful that they have pride in their lives, right? It seems like people who have the biggest problems act like they don't have anything at all. And that's how you can turn make thorns turn into thickets in your lives when you act like you don't even have them at all. You see, you can't repair what you don't even realize is there. Right? You, you, you can't repair something in your life if you don't even acknowledge or realize that you have a problem even at all. But see, Paul wasn't doing that. He actually prayed about those thorns. He prayed about these problems because here's the thing. God sees those thorns. Whether we like it or not or acknowledge it or not, God sees those thorns, but he loves you anyway. And we can't, we don't have to worry about hiding it from God or, or being ashamed from God because that's what Paul is saying. He's saying, even I, even Paul, even I have these problems and thorns in my life. So how much more should we act like not, how much more should we present our thorns to God and say, God, I have problems and I need your help. That's what Paul was doing. You see, Paul wasn't letting these problems, these 
these thorns canceled his praise or canceled his purpose. And matter of fact, right, Paul was talking openly about these problems, talking openly about, about these things that he was struggling with, about these thorns. And we should do the same thing because he said, I am getting stronger. He said, I am, I, I am boasting about my weakness because where I'm weak, God is making me strong. And so that's what we need to tell our thorns sometimes. Say, so, yeah, you are there. But let me tell you what problem or what, whatever is in our life, you're not going to turn into thicket. You're not going to grow because I'm getting stronger. I'm heading, I'm handing over these problems to God because I'm getting stronger through this all. That's that's really the message tonight is that no matter what, as long as we have Jesus on the inside of us, we don't have to worry about these thorns around us because we are getting stronger every day. We got to tell that anxiety. We got to tell that pride. We got to tell these thorns that we've been dealing with. Instead of not acknowledging that they're there, we need to start not running away from them, but confronting those thorns and say, hey, look, I'm getting stronger. You need to tell your anxiety, I'm getting stronger. You need to tell your depression that you're getting stronger. You need to tell all these problems that you seem to not be able to shake that you are getting stronger. Because here's the thing, and this is point number two, God works best through the week. God works best through the week. In verse nine, it says this, when Paul is talking about these thorns and he's talking about how Three times he's asked God to remove him out of his life, to remove these problems out of his life. And each time God responds with saying this in verse 9, he says, My grace is all you need because my power works best in weakness. You see, God didn't say that he couldn't use the strong, but he said that he works best in the weak. What does that mean? Because isn't it in the times when we feel our strongest that we pay, that we pray the least, right? Isn't it at the times when our bank account is at its highest that we ask like less from God? Or isn't it at the times when our health is exactly where we want it that we're not as desperate for a miracle from God, right? Because we feel strong at that moment. We feel, we feel almost like we don't need that much from God, right? We, we feel strong. But it's in those moments when you are weak, when, when your health isn't there, when the money isn't there, when you feel like the walls are closing in around you. It's at that moment when you're at the end of your rope and all you can do is hang on and it feels like you're hanging on for your life. It's at that moment when you grip even harder onto God. It's in that moment when you feel that desperation to cry out onto the Father. It's in that weak moment when you will see God do his best in your life. So that's what God means about but doing his best through the week. He's saying in those weak moments, in those moments in your life when you don't have it all together, in those moments in your life when you don't know which way to go, what answer is right, and in those moments in your life where you have nowhere to look but towards God, it's in those moments when you will see God's victory come even more. See, I want to encourage somebody tonight who feels like they are breaking down. I want to encourage somebody tonight during this COVID-19, during this time that we don't really know the answers, during this time when we don't know what is next, during these times when we don't know what's going on, I wanna encourage somebody tonight that even though you feel weak right now, even though you have problems right now, even though right now you don't feel like you have everything together, I wanna encourage y'all tonight, you're getting stronger. I wanna encourage you tonight that God works best through your weakness. God works best in the moments when we just grab on to him, when we have nowhere to turn. So I want to encourage y'all, Riverside tonight, I want to encourage y'all tonight that y'all are getting stronger through Jesus. Because see, when God moves through the week, when God moves through, through, through the things that people don't expect great things from, when he works through those people, he gets all the glory, right? 
when he works through the week, he gets all the glory. Your, your, your talent won't get the glory, right? Your, your hard work won't get the glory. Your intellect won't get the glory. When God works through something weak, he gets all the glory. That's why he does his best through the week, because all the glory comes back to him. All the praise comes back to him. Because when somebody can look at your life and see that you don't have it all together, to see that you're like Paul and that you have thorns in your side, but you are doing amazing things anyways, that's when God will get all the glory. Because they can say, hey, this person isn't smart enough or strong enough or has you know, the finances enough to get this done. So this must be God. And that's how God moves through the week. So I want to encourage people who feel like they're breaking down, but I want to encourage you, you're actually breaking through something. Because when you are at your weakest, now it's not the time to give up. Now it's not the time to, to throw away your dreams or to throw away the promises of God. Now it's the time to hang on all the more. Because when you are at your weakest, when you feel like you're about to break down, that's when you're going to have a breakthrough with God. That's when you're going to feel God's strength flow from inside of you. And you're going to watch God's miracles just take over your life. That's why I want to encourage y'all, God works through the week. So it doesn't matter if you're strong. It doesn't matter where you're weak at. If you just give God your all, he will work through it. You see, as we continue on into verse 10, right? God is talking about how he does his best work through the week. And he continues on in verse 10. And this is what Paul says in verse 10. He says, that's why I take pleasure in my weakness. That's why I take pleasure in the insults and the hardships and the persecutions and in the times of trouble that I suffer that I suffer for Christ. Because, and this is what's so profound, and this is what so many Christians have found uh, strength in from this strip in this scripture, because it says, Paul says, For when I am weak, then I am strong. He says, When I am weak, then I am strong. Because I believe or that we know that it is true that struggle is what produces strength. Struggle is what produces strength. Well, let, let me be more clear with that. Struggle without God produces stress, but struggle with God produces strength. You see, when you have a God in your life, when you have Jesus in your heart, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter the odds that are stacked against you. When you have the almighty living God on the inside of your heart, you are stronger than everything. It doesn't matter if you're weak. If you hand it over to, to God, you are stronger. You see, Paul, what Paul was saying, he's saying, even though I have these weak areas, I boast about them. I'm not boasting about my strengths like you so-called super apostles are boasting about. I'm not boasting about my accolades or, or my accomplishments like y'all are doing. I'm boasting about my, my, my weaknesses because I know that when I give God my weaknesses, I know that when I give God the things that I am ashamed of or I give God my mistakes or I hand over to God things that I know I can't do without it. When I do those things, that's when I will see the full strength of God in my life. That's when I will see the full purpose of God in my life. See, that's how we, in Scripture we can go from strength to strength and glory to glory. It's because it's not because we are without weakness, but because we give that weakness to God. And when we are weak, He is strong. So how do you go from strength to strength? 
church family, how do you go from glory to glory? It's that you don't hide your weaknesses from him. You don't act like you're not there. Instead, you do what Paul did. And he said, I boast about what weaknesses. I give them unto God. I say, God, use them. Use me here. Use me where I'm uncomfortable. Use me where I don't know what to do. Use me where I'm not strong at. Because I know if you use me there, if you use me in my weakness, we're going to see the strength of God flow even more. And that's how you go from strength to strength. Because you have Jesus on the inside of you. And when you have Jesus on the inside of you, it doesn't matter what's coming against you. It doesn't matter what's in front of you. When you have Jesus on the inside of you, you already have the victory because you have the strength. You have the resurrection strength. You have the healing strength. You have all the miracles, signs, wonders of Jesus being the same yesterday, today, and forever. You have it all on the inside of you. So you have nothing to fear. It doesn't matter your weaknesses because when you give them to God, he makes you strong. And we all know of, of seasons of our lives when we can look back of seasons of our lives, when we can look at, at times of struggle, of pain. And when we get on the other side of it, we can look at that season and we can say, you know what? Yeah, that was a struggle, but God was with me through it. And now I'm stronger. Yeah, that, yeah, that time was something... I didn't expect to go through. I didn't expect these people to turn their back on me. I didn't expect to go through that debt. I didn't expect to go through that foreclosure, but I had God with me. And even though I was in a weak moment, I came out stronger. Even though I felt weak in that season, I came out stronger. Because see, when we go through struggle with God, he turns it into a strength. So I want to encourage people tonight. And what this, what this message is all about is, is for people who feel like they have problems in their life, who have weaknesses in their life, who have shortcomings in, the, in their life, who feel like they're at the end of the rope and they don't know where else to turn and they're looking for a savior. This is for you tonight. This is for you to know that don't hide those weaknesses. Give them to God. Don't hide those shortcomings. Give them to God because he's going to work through you. He's going to turn where you are weak. He's going to turn that into a strength. And no longer, not only that, but let me tell you something, church family. If you have Jesus on the inside of you, you are getting stronger. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you. You are getting stronger. It doesn't matter what past you've had. If you have Jesus on the inside of you, you are getting stronger. I want to close with this thought tonight. I want to close with this. Having strength is not the absence of weakness, but the presence of Jesus in the midst of our weakness. I'm going to say that again. Having strength is not the absence of weakness, but it is the presence of Jesus in the midst of our weakness. What does that mean? Being a strong person doesn't mean you are without fault. Being a perseverant person doesn't mean you're without fault. What it means, what, what that what being a strong person really is, is that even though I am weak, I am still in the presence of God. I am made strong again. When I give my weaknesses over to God, that's when I feel His full strength. It's not the strength of my talents. It's not the strength of my intellect. It's not the strength of my relationships or my bank account. It's the strength of God that I need to rely on. And you can only get to that true strength when you give Him your, all your weaknesses and is when you rely on Him even through the problems and the tough times and when you acknowledge, say, God, I need you now more than ever. And you say, Father, yes, I'm going through things, and but I'm going to hand it over to you because I'm getting stronger. Church family, I hope this message encouraged you, but let's pray tonight because I want to pray over some people who, who feel like they're going through something or going through 
through tough times right now with this COVID-19 because I believe that on the other side of this pandemic, even though we felt weak, even though we felt uncomfortable with Jesus, we're getting stronger. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for everybody on the, under the sound of my voice, for every person on the other side of these screens, Father, that they feel your love right now, Jesus. That even though they have weaknesses, even though they have faults, even though they have flaws, they know that when they are weak, you are strong. So no longer are we going to hold back our weaknesses. No longer are we going to try to hide our shortcomings. But instead, we're going to do what Paul did and say, I'm just going to give that over to God. I'm going to watch him make me strong. I'm going to watch him make me stronger where I was weak. I'm going to watch him transform for my life. So Father, right now, everybody under the sound of my voice, Father, we are getting stronger right now. I'm saying right now by faith, we are getting stronger right now. That it doesn't matter what is coming against us, but we're getting stronger right now. Jesus, we're getting stronger in our faith. We're getting stronger in our joy. We're getting stronger in our discipline. It doesn't matter what the enemy's trying to throw at us during this season of COVID-19. It doesn't matter the fear, the anxiety, the depression. Father, right now, we are getting stronger in your spirit. We give you all the glory, Father. We give you all the praise. And we thank you, Jesus, that we're not holding back our weaknesses, but we're giving them unto you and that you are making us stronger in you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. You're so good to us. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Also, I want to take this time to give somebody to say yes to Jesus who haven't. Maybe you're watching, it, watching this and you're saying, Caleb, I hear what you're saying. But I haven't even said yes to Jesus yet. I haven't taken that first step right now. Together, we're going to take that step. So church family, let's, let's just all do this together. Say, Father, I acknowledge I need you. I acknowledge that your son is Jesus. I acknowledge that he died on the cross, but he rose again. And I believe that your son is Jesus, that he died for my sins. And right now, Father, I confess Jesus, Lord, over my life, Lord, over my emotions, and Lord, over everything, Father, because I believe that Jesus is my salvation. We love you, Father. You're so, you're so good to us. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.